0: OK, so on today's Mark Meets, I'm joined by Kim from Kimberley Performing Arts Centre. So we're going to go on with the first usual question. So tell the listeners about yourself, please.
1: Um, well, I was born in Grimsby, adopted um, and brought up in Scunthorpe. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, um, it seems I wanted to dance from being very, very tiny Um, and mum took me to dance classes Um, and it's all I ever wanted to do. Um, School-wise, I was at Frodingham Infants, uh, Brumby Juniors, High Ridge and then went to John Leggett College. But all the way through, all I ever wanted to do was dance. Um, Unfortunately, things didn't quite work out the way were planned. It seemed it well back in the day, back in the day, um, you could only go to dance college if you got the funds to pay for dance college. And my mum and dad just never had the funds to pay. Um, and being quite short, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there wasn't the work for somebody like Mm -hmm. myself anyway. I mean, you used to get the stage magazine and it used to be five foot five and above. Yeah, I managed five foot, and then Mm -hmm. um, and that was it. So there was no No professional um, openings there for me. Um, But my dance teacher used to say, it's okay because you can teach. Um, It wasn't something that I wanted to do because I was just passionate about performing. Um, However, um, yeah, I used to do great in competitions, but when it came to exams, I couldn't pass exams um, in dance. And so... In the end, I thought, well, it's never going to happen for me. Um, and I got a job and I was working at British Rail. Yep. Um, I then, I, I still went to dance classes, but then I was so, so disheartened um, that that's not what I could do. I um, I got a job in Jersey. I right. I went over to Jersey for a couple of years. Um I used to hire a hall so that I could still dance for myself. Yep. Um, which made me feel a little bit better. And then I actually joined a dancing school mm-hmm. in Jersey. And I was in my early 20s then, and I actually danced with young girls of 14, 15. Yeah. And that's when I realised why I never passed an exam. Right. Because I'd never been given... The core training, the fundamental training Mm -hmm. that you need. I was a performer, but I was no technician. Yeah. Um, And then I decided I I absolutely loved it. And and the fact that I learned so much in a very short space of time, I saved up, still stayed in Jersey, saved up and. Took myself off to the Royal Academy yep. on a teacher's course. It was a it was just a, a short a short course. It was a couple of months doing an intensive mm-hmm. learning of the syllabus, and decided to come home and start start my own school. Right, um, and it just went from there.
0: Yeah. So, what was the driver for starting the school? Was it because there was nothing local, or was it just? because it's something that you want to do and, and well, was passionate was, about. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, very passionate about. But mm-hmm. what really made a difference was I came back home and, and um, there's always a local competition at the, at the Plough right every yeah. year at Dance Festival. And the fact that I had realised how, how inadequate my training was, mm-hmm. um, I, I saw things at the festival that was still inadequate but that, yeah. again back in the day anybody could have owned a school people didn't ask if you've got qualifications yeah um and so for me it was important at that time I didn't want anybody else to have the journey that I'd had mm-hmm. and so I thought I'm going to come back home and and see if I can make a difference
0: yeah fabulous so f- from when you started to to where you're at today because the school itself is is Considerable in size. Um, what was what was your routine like at the beginning, and what's it like now? Has it changed much? I've changed a yeah. <laughs> lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's careful what you wish for, isn't it? Sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the beginning, it was. I I just used to have classes, uh, toddlers classes in the morning, and mm-hmm. then there'd be um, children's classes in the evening. Uh, but I probably only had well two or three two or three nights' work mm-hmm. and, I say, just the toddlers' classes in the morning. And it just gradually, very gradually, grew. Yeah, um, yeah word of mouth grew. I, I had um, a studio uh, above Montpellier, it was at the time. It was a co-op building and it was, I, I don't know how I did it really because it was so tiny, and mm-hmm. I look back now, it was yeah. so tiny. Um, and then moved from there and bought a property, another co-op building. Um, and we bought the property and lived upstairs, which was great because I had children. So yeah. then that was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't being dragged away from home. But even then, we outgrew the building. Yeah. Every building I've gone on to, we've outgrown it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, which I suppose brings us on to, to where the school's at now because you're you're currently looking to... Have a new building built close need. to where you're at. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? And feel free to plug in and ask for as much help as <laughs> as you want.
1: Thank you, <laughs> because yeah. we certainly need a lot of help. Yeah, um, yeah. The building that we're at now, again, I mean, it's enormous, but we've outgrown it, and mm-hmm. um, not just outgrown it. The building itself is in a bad state of repair. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at the moment, we've got. Well, over 400, we've I think about 420 mm-hmm. pupils, but they're youngsters. On top of that, we've got adults too. Yeah, um, yeah, so we need this new build, and apart from anything else, um, because we're based on Enderby Road in Riddings, uh, it's, it's an eyesore, the building is an eyesore, yeah. and and you know, we want we want all of our members and the community to feel proud of what mm-hmm. we've got. Um, we've got I've got fabulous teachers that have danced professionally, that have had lots of experience. Um, mm-hmm. And we're always bringing people back that I've taught, that have done West End, that have done Broadway. Um, so we're bringing all of those experiences back, yeah. um, which which for me is fabulous. It doesn't matter for us at KPAC whether you are a, a brilliantly talented dancer or you're not. Yeah. That doesn't matter. What matters is it's... It's like um it's a community in itself. Mm-hmm. It's um and for children, particularly these days, it you know, there's no youth clubs like there used to be. No. It's somewhere for them to go and meet. Yeah. Um we've got a lovely big reception area and we want that in the new build. Yeah. Um so it's a place for them to come meet, there's people to talk to, you know, um yeah, say so it's it's a big community thing and if you're not not a great dancer, there's still something for you to do and you matter everybody matters, that's, that's really important. Yeah
0: I can I can speak for an experience and can't thank you enough and I'll keep thanking you throughout this of what you've done for, for my children and I witness first hand at the shows, how fabulous they are, how inclusive they are how you see children from different backgrounds brought together and working together and learning life skills that go beyond whether, as you say, they're a they're a good dancer or not. And I'm certainly not qualified to comment. But on on that on that level, it's it's an inspiration to see and and the reach of of, of Kpac um, for the community is is wide. you struggle to speak to a family in Scunthorpe that doesn't have some sort of immediate connection to a historical connection. So I would, I would really urge anybody that's listening to, um, to, to get in contact with KPAC and see, see what they can do to help deliver this dream. Cause it would be a, it would be a fabulous statement and all started by you. So you could be extremely proud of that. So, so well done on that front. So, um, just to, just to change it a little bit before we maybe go back to some more serious, uh, things in terms of, um, hobbies away from, Away from delivering award-winning dance training, what do you? What what are your hobbies?
1: Um, I love reading. Yeah, love reading, and and I love sports. Mm -hmm. I particularly like football. Not that I play, but I do like watching.
0: A particular team? Do you like
1: Manchester United?
0: Okay, well, we'll we'll. That's the only thing we'll have cross swords on today. (laughs) And it's interesting, actually. You you were recite or going through your experience of of wanting to be a dancer and the restrictions that that came from height um, because I too am, am a massive football fan and don't, don't make, um, don't make any secret of that. But a lot of the best coaches tend to have a shorter career in football and then become a good coach. They don't, you get the odd exception that um, we're, we're top players and then become top managers, but a lot of the top um top coaches have tended to have an injury or just not quite make it for whatever reason and, and, and find a calling that gives them a look, much longer career in the sport they love or dance yeah. as as yeah. you, you know, as is your career than if they'd been a player. So I'm sure there's something in that, that channeling that dream and desire, but then delivering it back to other people and giving them that opportunity and and, and it's, there must be something in that, and uh, I'm sure one day someone better qualified than I'll, will, will do a study and, and let us know how that that works. But um, in terms of um, a, a serious topic, in terms of, of mental health, which is something that you'll you'll experience with with dealing with students and, and families, and, and and of course in in our own private lives as well. How do you think? How do you think that? Um, that's dealt with at this point in time do you, do you see do you see a, an increased awareness throughout throughout not your organization because it's not a and a as to whether you're doing what you should or shouldn't but what does sort of mental health mean to you and and what advice would you give to organizations on how to to deal with it really
1: it's something that's got to be taken very very seriously yes mm-hmm. I think there is more awareness but unfortunately there's not that there, are, there isn't the resources there yeah. to, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I do think, that, you know, something like KPAC, It's we pick up on these sort of things. Children, I've, I've never met, so I've never had so many children that are really struggling as we have right now. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we do, we get involved with, we will um, liaise with parents if I see anything, or any of the teachers see anything at all. Mm-hmm. We always speak to parents, we always contact schools and we'll speak with schools as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do, you know, dance itself, whether it be dance, or it be exercise, anything that we do, bringing people together with with the older people that we've got. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think our oldest dancer is probably 80. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so it's big age. Range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but movement itself is a really, really good help yeah. with mental health, but it is something that it is more... People do take it more seriously, but it's still, I feel, not taken seriously enough. Yeah,
0: almost like the, the issue's growing larger than, at a quicker rate than we, it can be handled, or as much as it has been yeah, taken seriously, yeah. that it's not. We, we not, keep hearing, yeah.
1: don't we, that, um, you know, we're putting more money and more resources mm-hmm. into mental health, but st- people are still waiting yeah. until they are at breaking point mm-hmm. before anything's done. Yeah. And if it's done sooner, you know, in, intervene sooner, then it wouldn't cost so much anyway. Yeah, uh, oh, it, it,
0: yeah, it must be a big frustration it of is yours because you, you're you're right at the, the knife edge of of if you say seeing young children and families going through difficulty mm-hmm. all the time, and yeah, some terrible probably stories over the years of of, of of what you've had to deal with, and and again to just to praise Kpac without without an organisation like that, then a lot of children wouldn't even have. That hope or direction of being in a show, going dancing every Saturday or, or throughout the week, and and that itself does more than um, any sort of government um, initiative could ever do because it's real and and you can see it and you can see the joy that the you know the children show when they when they're doing it. So that is that is amazing. So another big shout out. That's the second one. Um, in terms of you yourself and 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 it's probably difficult to disconnect the school to disconnect k from you where do you see yourself in sort of five years time?
1: Still at k yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah uh, Yeah definitely still at k I could never never leave I, I, I do say I think I'll be going down and teaching with a Zimmerfrey <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I absolutely love love teaching mm-hmm. uh, with a passion however uh, as I am getting older I'm under no illusions I want I want the the children to be inspired. Mm -hmm. Um, So my my position would probably move much more away from teaching and probably more on the administration side and uh, bringing people in, making sure that... um, we're up to date with things. Things change all the time. And it's so important yeah. that we stay current.
0: Yeah, and, and relevant. Yeah, as, as you say. Would is, is there a particular story over the years that's a favourite, rewarding outcome for you? Not not that you can say any names or or give. Is there is there a is there a moment that fills you with the most pride of K or is it just every day, every moment? Or yeah.
1: yeah. To be honest, there's been lots and lots of moments, but we did have. Uh, we do give scholarships away mm-hmm. at k Park if we see somebody that otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity um, or don't even realise how talented they are. Yeah. Um, we, we do give scholarships and one particular person, I, uh, we go out to schools and I've spotted, there's been a few, but there was this one particular person I spotted at a <laughs> school, primary school, gave them a scholarship and, you know, that it, it's completely changed their lives. Yeah completely changed their lives they did go to full-time training come yeah. up with a degree um yeah it's gives them given them a purpose it's changed that circle that yeah
0: that's in- incredible happen. yeah that intervention that 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 yeah, little it's, bit of it's a good of something and, and if anybody or individual or businesses are listening and they want to to support a scholarship, um, please again, contact KPAC and they'll, they'll give you the the details and, and it, it probably wouldn't cost as much as you'd think. And, and to, to know that you've helped that one child break the circle, as Kim said, would be uh, probably more rewarding than, than most donations that you could make. And it's something you could certainly see and, and witness that as well. So again, I, I do implore people to, to get involved with that. Um, what would you tell your twenty-year-old self if you could? It's always one of my favourite questions, this.
1: <laughs> oh just you know, if you're passionate about something, there's there's always a way. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Keep working hard. Yeah. Um and and find find a way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it 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 is difficult when when you've first got an idea to believe that you can achieve it, but there is, don't get me wrong. There's always compromises to, to get over hurdles and it's not always as easy as it seems, but before you realize it, before your very eyes, you've got something that you still manages to amaze you, you know, and, and and it can be the most rewarding, rewarding thing. Not a lot of emphasis is put on money, but that's not, that's not the achievement of, of doing something is is the key thing and building something that's good and and that people value so if if somebody was going into business then um any and I know you've said about go for it and 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 keep going anything else that you would say to them any pearls of wisdom yeah
1: um yeah admit when there's things that you don't know and there's things that you can't do, yeah, don't
0: pretend that you can do it all. Yes, yeah. you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's you're the second person that said that actually, and uh, and the other person that said it was female as well. So I don't know if we're building some gender profile in these podcasts. That uh, I I have always genuinely said, and, and people could attest to, to this that that um, I've always found that that uh, that females are more inclined to evaluate the situation and put a plan in and be more realistic uh, about it and and I find that to be uh, I find that to be the case that um, you know a team of females will always achieve I think more than a team of males but anyway (laughs) not that I'm looking to offend you know any male listeners at all and and just to just to wrap it up really um, in terms of a quote or a phrase do you have anything that's that you either lean on yourself or you find yourself saying constantly to other people?
1: Um, never give up. Yeah. Never give mm-hmm. up. And my mum always used to say, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah the, the old phrases, if you like, are the, are the best really, because the, the, they use frequently, but they tend to, they tend to act as a bit of a, a reality check and also a go again mm-hmm. mentality. and And sometimes that is needed. And, and that, that again is something that a sport or, or specifically, uh, you know, an art like dance shows that, that you can initially maybe have to do something 50 times and you'll do it once, but eventually it will become natural. But it's, it's getting past them 49 times when it either hurts you physically or mentally or both. And then you think, I can't do this. It, it, it is a battle with yourself. And most things in life are, you know, at th- 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 the end of the day, we do. We judge ourselves against maybe other people, but we judge, really judge ourselves against Josh, us yes. and, and, and look at what we've done and achieved and, and is that the best we can do? And yeah. if that is the case, then we can be proud of that. Well, thank you very much for coming in, Kim. I appreciate it. It's been very nice, very nice to 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 spend some time with you and learn some stuff about you. I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow when I drop Emily off at dancing as well. So <laughs> I'll be sure to uh, buy you a cup of tea to thank you for coming in. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a thank you from me, mark and thank you. thank, thank,
1: you.
0: thank you, bye Thank you